Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 35. So glad to have you here as always and looking ahead for the rest of the year, I think this is going to be the last podcast episode for 2014. So we're going to make it a great one today. I'm going to do a recap and uh, list out some of the most popular posts for 2014 and show you how you can do the same type of analysis for your own site. And we're really going to talk about how to optimize your results. And this is something that I not not only think is going to be great for you guys, but it's really going to be great for me because a lot of the times I'll just go through the motions and just continue to put out posts without doing a lot of detailed analysis and um, really not optimizing and uh, getting the most out of my efforts and uh, your efforts as well. So I think this will be really great uh, kind of therapeutic for me and kind of therapeutic for everybody out there to do a quick inventory of uh, what has worked for you and uh, give you some motivation to get jump started into the new year uh, on the right foot excited and energetic and uh, ready to just take 2015 by storm. So that's kind of where we're going to go for this week's episode. And I was really motivated to get started on this week's episode when I woke up this morning. And uh, today is Friday. It's the Friday before Christmas. So what's today? December 19th that I'm starting to record this episode for you guys today. And I find it's always best if you're motivated and you're really energetic to do something that just, you know, kind of seize the moment and get in there and do that. And I started to, first thing this morning before I got started, I'm working from home today for my day job. So I got started before I got into my normal work routine. I wanted to get recording. And then as soon as I hit the record button, there's drilling going on in the building. I, we live in a condo building, and they're doing very extensive um, destruction, I would call it, to fix a lot of the balconies in the building. It's a really old building, about 40 years old, and uh, they're kind of repairing balconies and any issues that they have. So they're actually taking people's balconies off with like a jackhammer. So... Needless to say, I was really motivated, I was ready to go, and then boom, as soon as I hit that record, the drill hit, and it's it's literally like a jackhammer. You would not be able to hear me talk, and I can't hear myself think when that thing is going. So I'm taking quick advantage of a break in the uh, destruction today, and it's uh, about quarter to 11 a.m. I'm wondering if they're taking an early lunch break today. But at any rate, that's way too much information, but I just wanted to let you know that if you are trying to accomplish things and things are getting in the way, make the best use of the time you have. So I'm taking this hopefully longer than a couple of minutes. Hopefully I'll be able to record the whole episode, but if I do have to stop, at least I got started and I got some information down. So I think it's going to be a great episode to wrap up the year and uh, give you some motivation to get started in the new year. So that's what it's going to look like. And uh, as far as the next podcast episode for the new year, like I mentioned, uh, my wife and I are going to be visiting family for New Year's. So we're going to be gone until January 4th. So it looks like the next episode in the new year is most likely going to be Monday, January 12th. Just to kind of give you an expectation of things to come. But uh, before we get right into the content this week, of course, I want to give a quick shout out to four new email subscribers. 
Gladys, Brian, Jermel C., and Silky Mailer. Welcome to the nichesitetools.com site, and thank you so much for subscribing. I really appreciate it, and if you haven't yet had a chance to subscribe, you can go to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe, and when you do, you'll instantly get my keyword brainstorming guide, and also, I'm probably going to be including another guide soon, and this was a suggestion from my buddy Marcus, and he said that uh, it would be great if I turned my seven simple SEO tips post into an e-guide as well and that should be relatively easy to do just copy paste it into word save it as a pdf and that should be good to go so that's something uh, he likes to refer back to that post and he said it's a great post on you know the main things to do for every post that you do as far as seo goes to get the most out of your posts so i think that was a great suggestion so in the very near future you may also get uh, my seven simple seo tips as far as um, when you subscribe as well so thanks a lot marcus for that suggestion and let's get right into the content for this week And as I mentioned, we're going to talk about uh, most popular posts for 2014 and doing a little bit of analysis to determine um, exactly where, what worked, what didn't work over the course of the past year and how that can benefit you. So it's, it's an analysis that anybody can do. And I think that's one that's really important, um, not only for you guys, but for myself as well, because I know that... Uh, I don't necessarily over the course of the year do an analysis to say, hey, this is really working, I should do more of this, or this isn't working, maybe I shouldn't do as much of that. So I think it's really going to be eye-opening for both of us. So let's dig right into the data. And through the magic of technology, it is now the following day I had to pause my uh, recording due to the additional work that the workers were doing. So it is now Saturday morning. The wife just went to finish up some Christmas shopping, and uh, I have the whole place to myself nice and quiet today. So let's get right into that data I was talking about. So I am actually going to do a quick post. Um, I'm going to not pause this, but as soon as I'm done with this episode, I'm going to do a quick post, publish that today on Saturday or Sunday, and then uh, that'll be live prior to the podcast episode on Monday. That's going to show you really quickly how to pull up your data in Google Analytics to determine what your most popular posts are. And it's super easy to do, but I never remember how where to find that. So I'm going to do this not only for my own benefit, but for your as well. But basically all you got to do is log into your Google Analytics account, click over to which um, site you're interested in checking out the stats for, and then on the left hand side click on behavior, site content, and all pages. It's, it's that easy, but for whatever reason I can never remember where that setting is. But at any rate, I have up my data on my screen here and I'll share that in the show notes as well, which will be nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 35. And looking at this really quick here, I can see that I had total page views. And what I did, um, let me back up real quick here. What I did was, since I'm interested in this year, I went back as far as I could for this year, and I actually had uh, made some changes in my Google Analytics account. I think there was some advanced features you could enable for additional statistics um, on your visitors and different things. So I think I enabled that around the mid-February time frame this year. So 
this data that I have here is actually from mid-February till the end of the year. So it's a pretty accurate um, representation of the full year. And I could go back to my historical data to pull out just that one month or a month and a half. But I think this is pretty close to what you're going to get. So you want to go through on the main page and then make sure your date selected is the beginning of the year or whatever time frame you're interested in. And then, like I said, you just want to click on Behavior, Site Content, and All Pages. And that's going to show you in uh, chart form and also in the graph at the top exactly which of your posts had the uh, most, it's ranked from most popular at the top going down the list. And you can, it only shows the first 10 on the uh, first page, but that's going to accomplish what I need basically for this podcast episode. It's exactly what I suspected to see, um, at least for a couple of different posts I was expecting to see there at the top, but you can expand that out to show up to 50, 100, you know, however many rows you want so that you can go through all of your posts on your site and see which ones are the most popular. But for purposes of this podcast episode, uh, what I see here on the screen, which again I'll post in the show notes, is that my main site, uh, just the main nichesitetools.com URL, has 28% of the page views. So that's that's something you'd expect. Your main post is going to be the most popular of everything on your site. So nothing out of the ordinary there. And then if I click back over here, what I see is that the second most popular, basically the most popular post on the site, aside from the main site itself, is my proven Amazon course review. And that one has 10% of the page views for the year. And then from there, it goes to my start page, my easy Azon plugin review, my resources page, a post about whether Forever Affiliate is still valid in 2014, and then I got some niche keyword research, niche SEO competition, my about page, and then an info barrel special offer. So the three things that jump out to me on there are the proven Amazon course review, the easy Amazon plugin review, and the post about forever affiliate. And the reason for that is I did a quick um, breakdown of my income for the year. And if I click over that real quick here, what I see is that... For my niche site tool site, the majority of my income was from three main sources, Easy Azon, the Proven Amazon course, and the Forever Affiliate program. So not surprisingly, those are my three top posts on the site for the year. So what that tells me is that the majority of my income from the niche site tool site is actually from three main posts. So out of everything I've done over the course of this year, those three main posts are what, where the vast majority of my income comes from this particular site. So I suspected that was the case knowing that uh, the sales that I've made over the course of the year, since I record them in a spreadsheet usually within a couple of weeks when I receive them, so I kind of had an idea of where the majority of the income was coming from. However... It just brings to light something that I've heard on a couple of recent podcasts as well that I know you've all probably heard of the 80-20 rule where basically 80% of your results come from 20% of your efforts. And if that doesn't hit it home more than anything, I don't know what will because 
of the over the course of the year this year i've had 35 different podcast episodes and posts none of those posts show up in my top 10 for the year so it's very interesting but it's also kind of because of the fact that google analytics is not going to record your statistics for your podcast episodes because my podcast is hosted elsewhere and the stats for that are going to come from um for example, PowerPress, where I uh, have the PowerPress plugin that pulls the uh, data from my RSS feed for the podcast, all sorts of technical details you don't need to know. But basically, my podcasting data is not going to show up in analytics. So it's not a 100% accurate representation. But for the most part, if somebody's listening to your podcast, they may or may not necessarily check over to your post on your website. The majority of the time, they're going to be on the go, in their car, at the gym, you know, doing chores around the house, and they're not going to have ready access to a browser. So this isn't, uh, if you have different forms of multimedia that may not be necessarily easily tracked in Google Analytics, this isn't 100%. Um, you know where all your traffic is coming from it's not 100% representation but it's very close so if the majority of my income is coming from this particular site from three posts that just goes to show me what types of posts are getting that traffic from Google and uh, what types of posts are resulting in higher conversions so for me that's going to be review posts Anything that's doing a breakdown of a particular product that somebody may be interested in making a purchase of. So that tells me where I'm focusing a lot of my efforts lately has been on the podcast. And while that's great, I want to build up that audience and build trust with you guys and just establish that connection and build community. That's something that um, has a value that's hard to determine because if you're listening to this podcast right now and I give you a link to nichesitetools.com forward slash easy azon i have no idea if you're gonna go home type that in check it out and purchase easy azon to help with all your amazon affiliate site creations and uh, make things easier bring in more income for you i have no way to know if you're ever going to do that so this isn't like i said 100 percent accurate because you may three months down the road you, you know this may have stuck in your head oh cool if i'm going to get uh if i'm going to create an e- Amazon style site. I'm going to go back to Chris's website and check out that product. So there's really no easy way to determine if I'm getting sales as a result of the podcast, as a result of you checking out my site, as a result of you finding my site via Google. There's different ways you can track affiliate links and things like that. So on certain pages, you can know if you get more of your sales from that page, maybe you get sales from your sidebar. So there's certain ways you can track that and narrow that down. But just in general, that tells me kind of what I suspected, but kind of what I was ignoring is the vast majority of my income came from three posts, just in general terms. So that tells me that I need to spend a lot more effort in the new year on doing a better job of creating posts that are review-centric, that um, do a great breakdown of different products, maybe a comparison of different types of products. And one that comes to mind that I wanted to do would be a really detailed post on the differences between Market Samurai and Longtail Pro. Because I own both of those products, I think they're both great products in their own right, but lately I've found that uh, Longtail Pro is so much quicker 
and uh, it just does a better job of getting you results so much faster, and, and the results are really easy for you to see quick on the screen. They're great for beginners and whatnot. So I've mentioned that on the show recently, and uh, Longtail Pro is the tool that I now utilize uh, almost exclusively. So that would be a great, easy way for me to do a review. So I could do a Market Samurai Longtail Pro comparison. It would easily be probably a couple thousand words, and uh, it would probably do relatively relatively decent in the search results. There's probably a lot of competition out there for that because both of those products have been out there forever, but that's just some of the ideas that you could be thinking about. If there's a product that you have and uh, maybe you're considering trying a, a competing product, maybe the product that you have hasn't been working 100% for you, maybe there's a new product that has a lot of buzz that you've been interested in, but uh, you just haven't made that plunge because you already own a competing product, that would be a great opportunity to step out into another area and to uh, have some great content and something that you have experience with from using the other product, and uh, you could... Uh, you know, do the new post, and a lot of other people probably are interested in the new product out there. You know, for instance, if there was a brand new keyword research tool that came out in the last few months that was getting a lot of buzz, that would be a great opportunity to make a quick purchase, evaluate it, maybe get a free copy to evaluate from the vendor, and uh, that's something that you could branch out into. Also, competing products. So let's say you're, um, review, you review video games, and uh, there's a great new video game, Grand Theft Auto V, which is what I asked for myself for Christmas and my wife, I believe, just purchased yesterday. So if you were, uh, you know, that's the, one of the latest games out there for Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and you could do a full review on that, whereas you may have reviewed other video games in the past. Just things like that, you know, full detailed reviews that somebody that's interested in making a purchase is looking for those last, you know, bits of information, testimonials, uh, you know, your own personal opinions, and then they're probably going to make a purchase, you know, shortly thereafter. So you can include links to Amazon for video games, for example, in my previous um, example of the Grand Theft Auto game. You can include links to potentially GameStop or other affiliates sites, maybe Target, Affiliate Program, Walmart, all those types of things. So kind of went off on a tangent, gave you some ideas there, but that just basically goes to show me that what resulted in the most conversions and sales were review product reviews, which is something I've known, you know, that's when you're creating affiliate sites. And for instance, the Forever Affiliate Training Program that I mentioned, that's what they talk about mostly, creating uh, small niche sites that are review sites, and typically when somebody's looking for a review, they have already done some research, or maybe they're in that initial phase, but if they get the information that they're looking for and everything, the pros, cons, and a breakdown as far as what works, what doesn't work, they're most likely ready to make a purchase very soon. So if you can give them the data they're looking for and provide that link to make a purchase, that's where you're probably going to get your mo the most results from your individual posts. So that is very eye-opening for me. Again, it was kind of something I knew in the back of my mind, but being that we're inherently, well, I'm not going to say we're, I'm going to say being that I'm inherently lazy, um, if I have things that are working, I'll you know typically try to just let those things ride, but 
Instead, what I should be doing is um, realizing that and then expanding my efforts where things are working. So had I looked maybe about the six-month time frame of the year, I could have easily seen that a lot of my income was coming from those three posts, and I could have done more of those types of posts. So rather than just let those ride and move on to something different, like a completely unrelated podcast episode or whatever the case may be, I should have at least focused somewhat of my efforts, maybe once a month try to do a similar post or a full review on a product that I know might benefit you guys. For instance, uh, you know, I could have done a full detailed review of the Elegant Themes theme. There's uh, other products out there like uh, Lead Pages, I know, is one a lot of folks end up purchasing and uh, creating lead pages to as like a sales funnel or to get uh, leads as far as email address and things like that. So there's a lot of different products out there in the uh, niche space that I could easily research and find out what's popular, what people are interested in, what might be coming up. So for me, it's, I should have spent more effort on it. So that tells me right there that I'm definitely going to focus a lot of additional effort in 2015 on doing those types of review posts, those kind of uh, epic content posts that provide full breakdowns of things, maybe comparisons of competing products. So that's definitely something I'm going to focus on. So I'm not sure quite what that's going to evolve into, whether I try to do one of those a month. Maybe I'll switch the podcast to every other week and then the week in between there, maybe I'll do a review post. I'm not sure exactly what that's going to look like because for me, it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time for me to do those lengthy posts. So when I'm doing a review post, literally it's probably going to take me about, you know, 20 plus hours to do maybe a, you know, 2000 word post because I really put a lot of time and effort into it. And unfortunately, I'm a perfectionist. So that, that definitely helps in some points to, you know, your content is better, the grammar is good. I try to pride myself in those types of things. But it is definitely a hindrance when doing a lot of niche site uh, type things because it takes me so much longer. And whereas the podcast for me was a way for me to just get my voice down there, I do very minimal editing. So it's actually podcasts allow me to put out more content for you guys in a more efficient manner. But at the same time, again, you know, podcasts can be great to get those subscribers to develop that connection with you guys and, uh, you know, just basically to build up the community. But at the same time, they're not necessarily as good in the conversion space. So while I want to provide you some great content and keep the podcast going and just build up that relationship with you guys at the same time, of course, we all want to make money from this. So whether whether that for you is going to be to provide some freedom to, you know, have a side job or you can bring additional income in to have some more freedom, maybe to travel, visit friends, to purchase something that you're interested in purchasing, whatever that might be for you. The bottom line is we're all doing this to try to get some sort of income and to try to make a difference and to help others out. So it's definitely a balance, but certainly I saw my income increase pretty dramatically from the previous year to this year. So that's a good thing. Everything's on the right path. So I have no issues with anything that I did over the last year. I'm definitely happy with where things are. I'm so glad to have the podcast and to have 35 episodes out there for you guys to listen to. And hopefully you're enjoying those episodes. I'm enjoying doing them. So I don't want to change anything there as far as the whole 
um, setup of the site and how things are going. All that's good, but at the same time, you need to focus what on what's working rather than trying all these different things. So typically in the past, what I might have done is, oh, I, I have this great review post. I'm starting to get some income in there. Great. Let's do something completely different, whereas you should really focus on your strengths, what's working. Obviously, those posts resonated with some folks. I'm getting some traffic from that, so that all factors in. But obviously, I must be able to do something good when it comes to creating review posts and comparisons that people like the posts enough that, hey, I got the information I need. I'm just going to go ahead and make that purchase here. And, uh, you know, it definitely goes a long way telling you what you know how to do and what you should focus on. So if anything from this post, hopefully that gives you some ideas to, um, you know, check out, do some research. If you have any sales uh, over the course of the year, focus on what worked on those posts. Are, are those particular posts or whatever you're researching, is there something you do really well in there? And if you're not getting any sales yet at all, still, that that's that's not everything that sales aren't you know necessarily everything that you should focus on take a look at your traffic and analytics what posts have the most traffic are you uh, are those particular posts have a lot of traffic but maybe no conversions so maybe you need to work on converting those people into paid customers so take a look at other competing reviews so let's say you're reviewing a uh, blender and you wrote a great review on a blender you're not quite sure why nobody's making a purchase look up in google reviews for that particular blender from competitors see what they're doing see what uh, the top sites in google differ see how they differ is their site more well designed is their site providing a lot more information that you're leaving out are there certain things they're doing as far as seo maybe they have images on their site the images probably have the name of the blender things like that are you missing out on certain key seo tactics to that's limiting your ability to get that additional traffic are the sites that you're competing with way up there in google are they like um you know the vendor website so whether it might be um, KitchenAid or some other product that's taking up the the majority of the uh, spots on the first page of google maybe it's something that's too hard to compete with so all those things factor in and all those could be things that you look at as far as success so again it doesn't have to be sales if you're just starting out those sales take a long time to come in so so it could take you six months to a year before you see any sales or traction as far as that goes. So work on building up your traffic. Work on checking out your competitors that may be doing things better to get in additional traffic and things like that. So there's a lot of different things as far as success criteria that you can look at and do the research on so you know what to focus on in the new year. So I think that's definitely very eye-opening and uh, kind of, like I said, told me what I already knew. I got to work on actually continuing with what works. And just to give you a further breakdown, that was all in relation to my niche site tool site, but I have, I would say, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different primary sources of income. So to round that out, the remainders come from ClickBank, which are multiple products that I promote on ClickBank through other affiliate sites. I had some sales of Market Samurai early in the year. I also have some Amazon affiliate income from other sites. I got an AdSense payout over this year. 
and also another one is elegant themes so that it's it's quite a breakdown those are the main eight sources i do have a couple other very small um, chunks but those are the main eight items that i have as far as affiliate income over this past year so you can see that it's definitely a good mix and i think it's good to have that because um you know, as you know, things change all the time. So for instance, let's say you had uh, your primary source was AdSense and then all of a sudden, some for some reason, AdSense determined that you are using um, inappropriate tactics and they banned your AdSense account. So if 100% of my income came from AdSense, that would 100% wipe everything out if uh, something like that happened, if your account were to get banned or something along those lines. So it's great to diversify in that aspect because if any particular product, let's say, um, you know, I'm promoting the Forever Affiliate Program and then they pull it. So let's say it's gone forever. So whatever income I had from that source would be gone and then you'd have to move on and look into promoting something else or just, uh, you know, cut your losses and move on. Those types of things can happen all the time. So it's best to always be looking for new potential sources of income and to kind of diversify and to give yourself a broad swath that you can pull from so that no one particular source, if it were to get wiped out, would have a material effect on your earnings power. So that's another tip that I wanted to give you guys. So if you, even if you're going to focus initially, let's say you're focusing on the Ad Blaster 3000 for an affiliate site, whatever that might be, and uh, that's where you're going to put your focus for the next three months, that's fine. But be thinking towards the future. You know, kind of look and see what works for you, what doesn't work. Maybe there's complementary products. Maybe you can um, muscle building shakes or protein shakes or something along those same lines that could go with that product. And maybe those are selling a lot better than your initial product. Then you might want to branch out and do another site on that topic or just do more posts related to what is working. So those are the types of things to keep in mind when you're working on your sites. I did a really bad job of that over this past year year so I fault myself for that I think if I had put forth the very limited effort obviously I've been doing this research for this particular episode only for the last day or two if I had just spent a couple of hours I could have easily figured this out that I should be focusing more attention on doing some review posts checking out some more tools that might be useful for you guys that I could try to rank for get in traffic for and help you guys take your sites to the next level so that's definitely something I'm writing down and I'm going to be focusing on next year so you can look forward to new product reviews and things like that and if you guys have any ideas I would really appreciate if you would send them to me because I could um, just grab products or things that I think you guys might be interested in but I could be completely off base so what I would really like is if you guys can email me to chris at nichesitetools.com or if you just want to leave a comment in the show notes for this episode that would be nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 35 and let me know what tools you guys are interested in what uh, tools or maybe there's a training program or maybe there's something out there that you're interested in checking out for 2015 that you think would help you take things to the next level please by all means let me know and even if it's just one person that tells me at least somebody out there is interested in that particular product and I'm sure many others of you would be interested in it as well so at least I know that um, if I did that review it would be helping you out personally but of course it would be helping out other people as a result so please send those ideas for any particular products or things you would like reviewed or, or additional information on 
and I will add those to a list and set aside time to do a full detailed review for you and for everybody out there. So please um, don't hesitate to do that. Again, Chris at nichesitetools.com or nichesitetools.com slash 35. I think that'll be a great way to jumpstart things in the new year. I can help you out. And uh, if you got some tools you're interested in that you think will help bring your income up or help bring your uh, success rate on your sites to a higher level, I think that would be an awesome thing to focus on and a great way to start the new year off on the right foot. So that's kind of where I wanted to take things for the new year. This was kind of a, a look back and uh, kind of see where things were at and see where things should go. So again, I'm going to continue doing the podcast. I may change the schedule around a little bit from maybe weekly to every other week. And if you guys have any opinions on that too, let me know. Now, one thing that really bummed me out recently along those same lines is that I had two podcasts that I listened to often. I'm not going to mention any names, but uh, I had just gotten into one over the last few months that was on personal finance. Love the show, love listening to it. Not every week necessarily, depends on the topic, but all of a sudden that podcast went away temporarily because they're going to refocus and they're going to try to determine how better to monetize their podcast and things weren't working exactly how they had planned. So without any notice whatsoever, that podcast just dropped off the face of the earth temporarily. So it's been over a month or so where they haven't done any episodes. And that, you know, really bothered me. I know they're going to come around, supposedly be new, better, things are going to be great. But to have that lapse like that almost makes me want to unsubscribe because it's taking up a spot in my podcast player and I'm just getting no additional episodes out of there. So... And there's another one I've mentioned on the show before that uh, he was planning to do weekly episodes or at least um, you know every other week type episodes. And there's been months where no new episodes are out there. And it really does, as a listener and as someone who's spent the time to you know, get to know him better. And, you know, he's, he's still a great guy. There's nothing against him personally, and I'm sure he's busy doing other things in his life. But as a podcast listener and someone who is a member of that community, it does put me off that uh, those episodes just stopped and there's no consistency to them. So that's something that I definitely want to make sure that it doesn't happen on this show. So Hopefully there's never going to be a time where, you know, there's going to be a month between episodes without any, you know, information. So, for example, if I was going to, you know, be really busy with my day job for a particular month or something, and I gave you a heads up about that ahead of time, you know, that's one thing. I can completely understand that things happen, life happens, but with no explanation for a podcast to just stop what they're doing right in their tracks, it, it kind of... I don't think it's doing you know it's it's doing a disservice to your listeners so you build up that relationship and I greatly value that relationship and I think I owe it to you guys to give you any explanation if something were to stop like that so hopefully that's not going to happen at all with this show and I respect you guys I you know really appreciate you guys being out there so I just wanted to let you know that anytime you know anything is going to change materially that I would certainly let you know ahead of time. So that was my idea that I may go from weekly to every other week, possibly if I want to, you know, do those big posts in between there. But I'm not quite sure yet. So, 
Everything's up in the air. So if you do want to let me know your opinion, let me know what you think. I would appreciate that. Again, you can all reach me at the same ways. Email, uh, leave a comment in the show notes, or there's also the SpeakPipe message on my contact page where you could leave me a voicemail. And uh, if you did, I could potentially feature your voice and your your question or comment on the show. That would be great. And of course, I always appreciate um, any reviews you can leave for the podcast to get the word out there. The more reviews we have, the better. Um, it, it will help it show up in more people's searches. If somebody searched for affiliate marketing or passive income or something, if my show has more reviews from you guys that are positive in nature, it's more likely that my show will show up. So that'll help me. It'll help you guys um, have a greater following, motivate me to keep doing great things in the new year. So that would go a long way to, to uh, saying thanks. And I would greatly appreciate that. So I'm going to leave it there this week. I'm not going to have a tool of the week. I'm just going to let the uh, show speak for itself. So if you're interested in a tool, check out your settings and analytics and check out uh, your most popular posts. Again, really quick here at the end, all you have to do is log into Google Analytics, go to behavior, site content, and all pages, and you'll see your most popular posts right there on the screen. So hopefully this has been a great year for you. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the podcast episodes over 2014. And I'm looking forward to great things ahead for 2015. So anything I can help you with, anything you've been thinking about doing, whether it's creating a niche site, an affiliate site, an authority site, maybe an Amazon-style site, AdSense, anything along those lines. As you can see, I have some experience with that as I have some affiliate income in all of those areas. So definitely let me know. I am more than willing to share any information I have with you to help you get started and to help you take your uh, online adventures to the next level. Nothing gives me more pride and joy and to know that you guys are having success because that's what I'm here for is to help you guys take your online adventures to the next level. And when like recently my buddy Marcus had made his first affiliate commission from his site and his podcast and he came over to thank me for everything that I'd done to help him out, nothing makes me feel better than to hear those types of things. So that's what really motivates me inside. It's great to have that affiliate commissions. You know, that tells me that I'm doing something right as well. But really what I'm here for is to hear those success stories from you guys. So please, if you have any success stories as well and wouldn't mind sharing those with me, just drop me a quick message. It really means a lot. Even if it's just, hey, you know, your your site really motivated me to get started. I purchased my first domain name or I created my first piece of content, no matter what the issue is, just to know that whatever I'm doing here has made an effect on your life. That's really what's so important to me. So hopefully I made an impact on your life and hopefully I'll continue to do so and to help you guys achieve success. And hopefully as a core community here at nichesitetools.com, we can share those experiences and uh, just achieve greater success for all of us. So thank you all so much for being a part of the community, and I'm looking forward to great things ahead for the new year. So for everyone celebrating, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas and an awesome, happy, safe, successful, and healthy new year. We'll talk to you again in 2015. Bye-bye now.